0: The following is a Crude Humor Studios production. Visit crudehumorstudios.com for more great content. The following podcast is part of the HHWST.net radio network. Visit HHWST.net for more great shows.
1: Oh, it the unofficial once upon a time podcast. I'm Kev. I'm Mike, and joining us on the uh, first official roundtable that's not a hate group, uh, we have. <laughs>
2: That needs to have some explanation later just so
1: <laughs> no I'm pretty sure at least one one person here knows and besides us uh, we and I'm gonna let Aaron uh, do the introductions of everybody uh, so I don't uh-huh. put your names but uh, from uh, once upon a anonymous we have the creator writer and producers uh, Aaron Stegman
3: Hello <laughs> and uh, I guess I'll go ahead and introduce uh, our other two guests that we have. Uh, so we have uh, the guy who plays uh, Aladdin, who thinks he's Hook, and Bay, and many other characters. Um, he's also a co-producer, and uh, I just married him. That's Ace Marrero. Say hi. Hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's already bossing him around.
3: All right. And then. Um, Hello, ladies. Yes, there we go. And then um, we also have uh, a good friend of mine and a fabulous actor and singer, and um, uh, just a, he's a fantastic opera singer. Um,
0: oh, go also, on! Oh, I mean,
3: <laughs> he I'm also plays. <laughs> he also plays Cogsworth on Once Upon a Anonymous, and that is Jay Stevenson. Hey,
0: everybody! <laughs> uh, in in pod.
1: Land. Every yeah. single, single listener. There's one, and it's yeah. probably me. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so first and foremost, because the show has been... Uh, this podcast has been gone for quite some time now. Uh, we have a new website, owit.hhwst.net, short and simple. We're going to get the plugs out quick today. Uh, and you can call us at voicemail 267-223-4965. Um, and real quick, to I wanted to dedicate this podcast because... Um, you know, we've been gone so long And normally Mike and I would have done this on the show Had we been doing this week in and week out Obviously over a month ago Robin Williams took his own life Without getting into it Because I already wept like a little baby about this We dedicate the show to him and his family um, I think he meant a lot to everybody in, in the world uh, Me especially um, So there's that that's that's the the least sentiment we'll we'll get everything else will be yuck yucks from now on um and also uh i guess we'll make the announcement now uh both aaron and ace will be taking over the podcast uh going forward starting next week so you you may (laughs) you may have something that's a little bit more prepared than what team east coast does
3: (laughs) i know we're gonna have a little east coast west coast rivalry uh you know once upon a time style <laughs> well, and I'm because not. we're
1: so bad at it you
2: guys are definitely <laughs> going to win <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, it's badass rivalry ever <laughs> so. we had no
2: idea we were in a rivalry
3: no me neither I've never been <laughs> this is awesome I never thought this, that this I would be this
0: is how be... the land gang shooting start exactly.
3: <laughs> Jeez, I imagine so it's so like west side story we're all just kind of dancing and snapping our fingers mostly We're too lazy to
1: snap. I'll be eating a cheesesteak and drinking a couple beers while doing this. So There's no dancing and snapping fingers on my end.
3: Yeah, I'm eating a kale salad and having a craft beer, so that's that's the difference.
1: That's the difference of West Coast and East Coast. Exactly. Fat and healthy. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, we're going to we the round is going to be short this week because well we had technical difficulties on i'm going to again blame it on team east coast i mean <laughs> that's i'm assuming it was all on us uh but so we're going to go quickly through um what a spoiler free section of of once upon a time uh, we're as close as we can and just talk about season three and what we know of season four and um so i think the first thing that we do is obviously we talk about season three and uh let's as we always do at least on when we host the show let's let's get everyone's thought on what you felt about season three and and what it did right what it did wrong favorite moments stuff like that
3: without spoilers for season three No, no
1: no 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 we can spoil season three anything uh, that's anything that's aired spoil yeah that's everybody else's problem not ours <laughs> yeah if you haven't watched season three of once and you're listening to this go fuck yourself
4: wait, all- season three just finished you mean the first half of season three season
1: all of it yeah
3: all of it. so then what what can't what, yeah what, can't, what is the spoiler like,
1: we don't, don't want to talk about what, season four season four Oh, so so we're we're gonna save season four like at at a halfway point, so that uh, no
2: talking about how Elsa dies, no talking about (laughs) how Anna becomes a lesbian, dude.
1: Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's let's start with our guests. Normally we start with Mike, but let's start with our guests. uh, Whoever wants to take the ball and uh, roll with with what they thought of season three. Uh,
3: okay, I'll start, I guess. so I, well, definitely I thought season three was a big step up from uh, season two, for sure. Um, I really, really liked that they divided it into two sections. I mean, it really almost felt like we had two separate seasons, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I really... Um, oh god there's so much i'm just trying to think here <laughs> i also i thought it was hilarious that they killed off tamara and greg like in the first episode <laughs> they were like jane espenson came on as showrunner and was like let's just knock these two off right now um well she
1: has some sweet sweet walking dead money to make so
3: yeah you know. <laughs> yeah so she, um but um yeah i really i mean i really liked a lot of it i liked um the introduction of uh like robin hood and regina a lot and um um yeah there's so much i can't even that's all, the girly,
0: that's that's all, all the girly
3: I just, stuff I know, i'm gonna yeah. get like more like girly with it but yeah i mean i i it's so hard because it's like there's neverland and then there's um then there's like uh god i don't even the wicked witch right and and yes. i'm trying to just remember like neverland feels like so long ago um I definitely say I I preferred maybe the second half of the season um, to the first half, but um, I I was a little concerned at first, like how they were going to deal with like another curse, <laughs> like there were like three or four curses now. So, um, but yeah, like I'm just rambling now. Someone else wants to join in. <laughs> I need to think. I was
0: I was really surprised and happy that Peter Pan was was the bad guy. Yeah. Because I mean, he's always thought of the as, the as the underdog trying to, you know, take on forces that are, that are particularly evil and, and with hooks and things like huh. um, I think that the character was uh, very well thought out and I thought the actor was really good He had the most amazing eyebrows
2: <laughs> I know is, Are they pet? Capaldi-esque? Or?
0: They were very Capaldi-esque Maybe you know, like a young Peter Capaldi.
2: <laughs> He's got the attack eyebrows. Is
0: it? Yeah, he could he could spear people with that, <laughs> with those.
2: Can we talk about how
4: crazy the family tree branches have grown?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm I'm just wondering who else is going to be related to besides yeah, Anna.
4: It's, it's it's a little confusing. I'm running out of paper trying to keep track of everything. <laughs>
1: I, I think for for me and and we Mike and I discussed this. We we uh, on this show aren't afraid to mock it and judge it when needed. And I want to say the the first episode was the one where uh, and this is back when I think they're on a pirate the the Jolly Roger. And, oh, you're
2: talking about that first episode? Yeah, like, the fr- like
1: we're talk- we're going back a year now. Uh, and <clears throat> I want to say that was probably the the worst episode of the season
2: but i think they loved it like if you go if you go, like look at the interviews with the the cast and everything they loved the uh the slow motion pirate ship on the high seas scene
1: well to me that was such an amazing like that had a, it was such an opportunity that i think they wasted where you have these cast of characters together and like you just have the how many it was five of them six of them like you just have the sensational five or six or whatever it is and uh i thought that would have been a great like long storyline but right in that episode or near the end of it or whatever they split them up Mm -hmm. entirely and and i think that there was a lot of magic that could have happened with those characters kind of traveling together and i and that was a wasted opportunity in my opinion
3: yeah you know i thought i actually thought in neverland like um you know, I was rewatching some of the episodes this week, and I, I was like, I really feel like there's still a lot of unanswered questions, like how, um, like what exactly Hook Hook did working for Peter Pan, and like how they got off the island, and. I don't know. I felt like Neverland. There was I, there was just a lot of questions that weren't answered, and yeah, and a lot of. I thought there were a lot of missed opportunities too. Like I really, like I liked Peter Pan a lot. I liked that he was Rumple's father. Um, thought that was a cool twist. I wanted more of like just as from a like, you know, I guess like a writer's perspective. I, I wanted more of a kind of that love to still be there between him and his father. Like it felt like it was so. I don't love you end of story. And I wanted more of a fight between those two. I thought that would be just a more compelling choice, but, um, but I mean, overall, I, I still really enjoyed the season. And, um, you know, I, I, I maybe, maybe it got a little old just hearing like how much Emma wanted to go back to New York <laughs> and how she just denies being the savior. It's like, okay, I think, I think we've got that across. Um, <laughs> like maybe we can, you know, pick something else to talk about
1: well I think the and the worst part about that was like she wasn't even thinking of Henry's uh, well-being I guess like yeah. she said she was but like you're pulling away from his entire family literally the town is all 90 of them yeah so yeah. Uh, I, that was like, bad parenting I I think
3: yeah, you know, and I, I think it would have maybe been um, like, um, you know, it would have made more sense if they had delve a little bit more into her life in New York. Like what, you know, did she have friends in New York? Did, I mean, she had this awesome apartment, um, so I don't blame her for that. But like what was her jo- like what exactly was her job? So we could see more of like why she really wanted to go back to New York and kind of like feel that side a little bit more. But all we had was that she dated this kind of like um, Mick Jagger looking guy who turned out to be a monkey and (laughs) happened to be the wizard too, right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, And so we couldn't, as an audience member, I couldn't really like get on her side for wanting to go back to New York and have a quote, normal life.
1: Well, and you know, was this the season I might be wrong. Was this the season where we judged her decision making and who Emma was for, for part of it where, where she wasn't very Emma esque or was that season two?
2: I mean, it makes sense that it was season three because she was so far out of her comfort zone. Um, the, The second season, she really didn't have to change too much. But season three, they took what Emma was so far away from what was already established
1: yeah i i remember that and i and i may be confusing my seasons uh but there was moments where where emma just and and she wasn't emma she like she lost everything that was you know her her superpower for instance
3: like she lost that yeah um hook lied a lot to emma (laughs) like she never like ever called him out on that that's love (laughs) (laughs) that find it by love. I know. I yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. But I mean, overall, I I still like. I thought every episode was a lot of fun, and um, you know, there was just some like really cool, um, just moments. Like I loved the finale. You know, like I thought there was just a lot of um, like just. Sweet moments, maybe because I'm I'm a a Captain Swan person, but um, I really enjoyed the finale. And but I loved like seeing um, Regina transition, you know. um, And um, I thought the the stuff between. rumple like the the wedding was really sweet and like i love seeing like archie's reaction like him just in tears as they were getting married i thought that was like a really sweet like human moment i love when they do that like i love when they bring like more of the realism and the the human moments to these fairy tale characters um i'm also just a big silly romantic so um, so i like all those those scenes
1: and you brought up regina i her story arc has been one of the ones i've been pulling for that that anytime they they hint at the fact that she's going to switch back to evil i'm always against because i I think that even though and mike has contention with this from a season season two episode i believe it was you mean when she murders everybody (laughs) yeah yeah, we i I, my excuse is well that happened in fairytale Land. that didn't happen here in, in our world but uh like there's she's just this character that that wants to be so good and and she's fighting against you know what people have put upon her to to be the evil queen and um so so that's what i want to see like kind of leave that alone let her be happy and like again like she gets screwed over at the end of season three uh when they bring back uh maid marion and now her love interest with robin hood is <laughs>
2: She gets screwed over by not yeah. killing the person she was planning
3: on killing. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
3: <laughs> but I love that. Like I love I love that they did that. I mean, it's like heartbreaking as that is. Like it's so it's so great. I'm really excited to see what they do with that.
2: Yeah, I mean we're led to believe by um Tinkerbell that you know, Robin Hood and Regina are, you know, destined to be together. So it's I mean, I feel like Marion's gotta leave the picture at some point.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder I wonder if we'll find out that, that Marion actually wasn't killed by Regina in the past. Like 'cause that's I mean that was assumed, but it wasn't I mean I wonder if we find that out that maybe she really wasn't the one who killed Marion or maybe Marion actually lived. We don't know that. Officially. Yeah,
0: it's true. Right. Yeah. Marion could be Rumple's grandmother. You never exactly. know.
3: Uh so
1: uh, uh, we'll bring up I want to before we touch on a uh, uh, season 4 um I want to touch on two more things and I think everyone will probably have the same answer to like the biggest surprise of season f- uh 3 um but I'll let, let's let let Mike start here uh, what was your what was the biggest surprise for you uh <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I can't
2: remember any of it uh, <laughs> ever repaired as usual uh I mean I you could jump out there and say that, like, Elsa coming at the end yeah, of
1: that's. I assume that's going to be what everyone says. I mean, that's what I'm going to say. I, I mean, the Frozen aspect of it, them introducing that storyline, um, for me was a surprise because it's just so fresh and new. Um, and, I, I mean, I didn't really think that they would capitalize on it, but, you know, whatever.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was definitely the big surprise. Um, I mean, Neil dying, I guess I kind of... I think we all kind of thought it was going to be neil that was going to die um but him and rumple being like <laughs> one person like <laughs> absorbed into each other that was um that was sort of an that a- was interesting and, and and an, yeah and his death was really abrupt it was I very thought, too. abrupt yeah. it, it
4: was sort of a step off of um greg getting killed off i felt like it was just <laughs> kind of like he just shows up and then it's like he's dead it's like is yeah,
2: and nobody yeah. had enough chance to react to it or anything that, that yeah. whole storyline right. was just like alright snip you're gone
3: you're done dead well I mean and also he had died like before <laughs> and then Rumple had died and come back so I think it's kind of I think um, it makes but are, these deaths like but are, less significant well yeah, yeah no that's,
4: that's what I'm wondering like are are, are we kind of just getting uh, is it is it sort of where we're just uh I don't know, being... Um, what, what's the word? It's like true blood. Uh, you know, like, any time anybody dies, there's really no concern because somebody's going to be brought back to life, you know? And it's like, it kind of happens in this show a bit, too, you know, where do we really fear that these people are dead or that we're just going to find some episode where somebody finds a way to bring Rumple back to life or somebody yeah. finds a way to bring Neil back, you know? Like, I just wonder if the fans of the show are, are are really, you know, being, being treated as if it was a, a real death or if they... If they just feel like, well, it's tale Land. Something will happen where well, they'll be back.
2: Well, they are teamed up with Marvel now, so...
3: Exactly. <laughs> no I know. I don't think... Uh, uh, I don't think Sebastian's coming back here. He's got, like, nine Marvel movies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Jamie Tornan, too. Although oh, be awesome. Uh,
1: so let's talk about... Uh, Wonderland briefly because this was part of uh, last year um, and I think you know for posterity we should talk about it Um, and we'll uh, Aaron Ace whoever wants to take the the reins here and and talk about your thoughts on Wonderland and what it was what it could have became if it was renewed for a second season
3: um well, I did not actually watch Wonderland, if I'm being honest. I watched the pilot, and I like the Knave, and I think he's an interesting character. I know they're bringing him in for season four. Um, but I think, you know, and I, I agree with what the producers were saying. Like, they were initially going to bring on Wonderland during the hiatus, and then they... Um, they didn't. They made it like they rushed to premiere it, and I and I really do think it suffered because of that. And um, you know, I hate to say it, but like I, the pilot, like it just didn't draw me in, you know. And um, yeah. the Queen of Hearts, I didn't. I, I mean, I really apologize to anybody that's a huge fan, and maybe I need to watch more episodes. But to me, she wasn't like a compelling villain, and. Um, too, maybe too young for the role. I don't know. But um, I just, I wasn't drawn into it. And um, it was very CGI heavy, which is not a preference of mine. And um, so I actually did not, did not watch the series. And so I really, maybe it got great. I heard a lot of people say it got it got really good. And towards, you know, you had to watch a few episodes. So I apologize that I didn't. Yeah. But, yeah. My
0: episodes of episodes uh, of that episode of the whole series as well. And uh, I guess the thing that kind of put me off right from the beginning was hypocritically the, the crappy English accents? Um, <laughs> it just, just drove me nuts. I was I was like oh, I can't listen to them. You know, why, if you wanted to hire English people to do an English accent, then then do it, or you know, um, or somebody who's really really competent. They were they were very good looking people. But I didn't really get the sense that
2: were they, they were. Were they really? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Monty
0: python else.
2: I mean, a lot of the things that have been mentioned are, were the things that you know we had complained about as well. I usually give uh, most shows like the the three episode or most series. I'm sorry, the like the three episode try. And I think it just hooked me enough to want to watch the entire series. But I think every episode, it was like, "Oh, why am I still doing this?" It was like, <laughs> "Yeah."
1: I I enjoyed the series uh, to a point. the The episodes that had zero or little CGI, I think, were fantastic um, yeah. because it just. Uh, once when they use it it's just done so well and obviously the budgets for the main show um, but every time they brought in any kind of CGI on Wonderland, even in episode 13 or whatever the last episode was it's just it was so poorly done it was it was rare to see something that looked good CGI in Wonderland um, and, and that was I think my biggest complaint. Um, so, uh, some of the stuff with the Red Queen um, storyline wise uh, you know it just things kind of abruptly like they, it seems like they changed their mind on, on what they wanted to do with the character um, like near the end maybe in like the final four episodes uh, where she suddenly was was no longer this real evil person. Like it, it just didn't make sense the transition of her of her story arc at all. Um, yeah. I think the best thing to come from that, uh, as you mentioned, Aaron, was uh, the Nave. Uh, I mean, he's a fantastic character. I really enjoyed him, and glad that he's going to be brought in as part of the you know some sort of cast member in, in season four here.
3: Yeah, I'm interested to see what they how they you know incorporate him into. Into you know, the storybook world.
1: And, and that was a lot of the questions that and I these are the questions I get wrapped around that probably no one else does where <clears throat> like timelines and like where, where he's where does he fit in a story because he was already there the white rabbit came and got him and we see in that f- first episode you see Emma's car at some point during this whenever the rabbit was burrowing or whatever to their world um, it, I get mixed up or you know in, in timelines where does he fit into this where has he been the whole time was this before season one was this during season three um which i'm sure will never ever get explained right
3: i don't yeah i don't think they've um you know kind of i think there's a lot of like willing suspension of disbelief (laughs) that they're giving the audience here like forcing upon us yeah yeah, forcing (laughs) upon us yeah um i mean that being said i know we're like kind of you know being critical or whatnot and that's fine, but I mean at the end of the day it's still very enjoyable and uh, you know it's 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 still like just a fun kind of it's just a fun series to get into
1: uh, all right does anyone have any other remarks about season three that they want to jump in that, that we we hit on
3: you know what I really love actually I love like when Regina and Emma like when they um when Regina's teaching Emma magic, I really, I love those moments. Um, that scene where she's on the bridge, I thought was really cool. And then, um, just, uh, what was the, there was a recent one I felt also, and maybe I'm missing it, but I, I I like, I kind of like seeing these two characters who kind of like hate each other (laughs) and then they're forced to get along. And, um,
0: I, I like the fact that they have strong female character roles. Um, they're not the, Maidens in Distress—they're the people that are active in trying to solve the problems. Um, but unfortunately, they they put the maiden of distress in distress into the character of Henry. So Henry really doesn't have a storyline. It's like how do we save Henry? Um, yeah. and, and in the first season, he was the 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 pinnacle point of the entire story. Uh, he had to get everybody to believe that that uh, that none of this was real. That this was this was just a. a a curse that was that was brought on the damn so, kid um, in distress. Yes, yeah, the kid in distress.
3: That's so true, Jay. I never even thought of it like that. And ha- he's
1: been kind he's been of,
0: relegated to the damsel of distress.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I want to say in in at least a moment of all three seasons, he's been like, all right, come on, Henry. Why do we have to save Henry again? Or what's Henry doing wrong? He's almost the Carl of the show. Do, do we really care about Henry? I, mean, I know,
3: I know <laughs> I know, and especially When he like gave his heart to Pan, I was just like, oh god F- And nobody
0: punishes it. the kid It's like, it's like, okay, that is it We're taking your Game Boy away or, you know Like, whatever it is, it's like, you're not Going to be able to allow, you're not going to be able to talk to your Friends for, oh, that's right, he doesn't have any friends You're not going to be able to talk to anybody for a week, go to your room and And never, you know Do deals with Pan again
3: <laughs> you know, I feel like actually nobody on this series has like actual friends. Like, I, you know, it's kind of like I think you know, I, I've, I've, yeah, it's like they none of them actually like go to the mall with like their girl or their I guy. Love and like, more hey. of a
0: Joss Whedon kind of characterization on that. I'd like to see them doing extraordinary people doing really mundane things.
3: Yeah. Like, when, when are they all going to take like a road trip to like the Hamptons or? You know, go down to like, you know, Florida, like poker and just chill at the beach or something like, are
2: are they, are they allowed to leave the,
3: uh, Oh, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Damn yeah, i can take Henry. I mean, they can. I, you know, I love actually when they go outside of storybook. Like, I loved when when um, when uh, Rumple was on a flight, like going to Manhattan, and he had to go through TSA. I mean, I think those moments are so great yep. when we I really do see like how odd like a fairy tale character is in like this real world. And um, you know, like I'd like to see more of that. I want to see them like, you know. It, what if some did choose to cross the line and forget who they are and like go work in the real world or something? I don't know. I mean, I, I just would like to see them outside of Storybrooke in the real world, uh, dealing with like real people.
0: Yeah, with real real life problems.
3: Yeah, and I'd like to find out who the Dragon Man is. I don't think we're ever going to find that out. And, and um, you know, who are these other people against magic? I don't know if we're ever going to find that one out either.
1: Uh, to touch on the, the Henry Pan story real quick before we kind of move into season four now, I think that that's the one part of Henry's storyline that I, I kind of did enjoy where he started, where he was Pan and, and I, he, he, got to, he got to use a different set of acting chops. And yeah. I, I definitely, yeah. I think that was a highlight for at least Henry.
0: It was for me as well. I'd love to see the guy being evil for a change. Just yeah. you know, some different kind of characterization. He's just so very uh, milk toast and, and just one-dimensional. So I was I, a kid. I was a little <laughs> kid. I think picking had a little kid. But, <laughs> uh,
3: but no, I mean you can't you can't have him just being like sweet innocent Henry. That get that that'll get old. I like you know he's going to become a teenager here. So I want. I mean it'd be cool to see him start like rebelling a little bit or maybe he's dating like a darker like he he likes like the bad girl or something like I don't know who would like I can't even think of like the princess in the pea is like a fourteen year old girl that's like maybe really super
1: evil. I don't know.
3: <laughs> um. Alright, so let's give our
1: listeners a chance to uh, step away. Uh, we're going to go into Season 4. Make sure you check us out on oit.hhwst.net and uh, I believe we'll, we'll probably just say that at uh, spoof will be the Twitter from, from now on for this main show here uh, that you can talk about uh, once upon a time with Aaron and Ace, our, our new co-hosts of the show. Um, so this is your final warning. We're going to go into Season 4 territory, so if you've been kind of avoiding Season season four, and and the whole Frozen is coming thing. Um, Well, then, spoilers, shame on you for continuing to listen. What is everyone's expectations and hopes for season four? Um, What are you excited about that you've heard if you've been spoiling yourselves?
3: I read everything, so... (laughs) I, I'm like, I'm like the person that goes to the back of the book first and then reads the whole book. but um, yeah, I mean I'm I'm excited, I'm excited to see I, I love that they're picking up right where they left off, um, which I, which I want. I wanted to see that like development like how does it start right when Marion is first introduced and um, you know from that point because I want to see that like resolve right there. Um, I, I hope my hope, oh, I love Frozen. And I love Once Upon a Time. I just hope that they merge well and that um,
4: it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't
3: feel forced, exactly. Cause and it's
4: like they have like everybody from Frozen. Yeah. Like it's not just Elsa. You know what I mean? It's
3: like everybody. It's everybody, and so it takes bad. like yeah, yeah. Olaf in
1: it. He better. <gasps> <gasps> that's what I want to see. Hashtag Olaf.
3: Olaf. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's not coming. I, <sighs> I heard that. That's oh. a mistake. But
4: yeah.
3: the reindeer's there. The reindeer, Sven, is there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's you know, and I want to see like, like Hook wear normal clothes and like. <laughs> well, yeah, that's go,
2: supposed to happen this season, right? Is it? Yeah, oh, that's that. That. It's amazing. So,
3: um, yeah, I, I want to. I mean, I, I want to see their first date. I want to see. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm Interested to, I heard that they like Henry and Regina are involved in something that's going to last all year round. So I'm interested to see what that is. Um,
4: yeah, I agree with you. That, that's the initial thing is is will they be able to capture with the frozen angle like everything that became the rave of the movie, which is obviously a big part of it due to the music, you know. So I'm just curious how they can translate that same interest um, just on a narrative alone, you know, and, and how they incorporate that.
2: I think, uh, they have to nail down the whole sisterly love angle. Um, and on a show that's already so family oriented, um, you know, how are they going to you know, deliver a message that's similar, but different enough from the movie to, uh, really impact the show. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm excited. Cause I think, I think it's going to be really dark, uh, in, in contrast to the movie for for the sisters, because it's like you can't throw in necessarily their relationship or what we knew of it from the movie into this world because it's like, you know, it's apples and oranges, you know? So I think what they're going to do as a team, it, 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 I think it's going to become very dark, and I'm interested to see how, how that goes because that's the only way I could see them, like, really making a difference in this whole setup,
0: to be honest. My understanding of the Hans Christian Andersen story of the uh, the Ice Princess or whatever the name of the story is, Snow I can't remember. Queen. The Snow Queen. Thank you. The Ice um,
3: Princess.
2: <laughs> and, sorry, I was thinking someone's Nancy been Kerrigan. reading my memoirs. <laughs> Isn't
0: that
3: a movie with Kim Control? I, I
0: think it's, I think it's a Nancy Kerrigan story or something. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, she the, the character was Elsa was very dark. She was like a, a kind of a bad person, very uh, uh, an, a wicked evil. Character in the story, yeah. So, um, and of course, Disney, uh, Pixar, uh, they 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 made it made her very um, sympathetic, a very sympathetic character. So, um, yeah, I would like to see them go maybe closer to the original.
3: Well, they're bringing in Elizabeth Mitchell, who is either going to be—they've confirmed it's one of two things—that she's Elsa's mother, Elsa's and Anna's mother, or she's the original Snow Queen, um, which. I like Elizabeth Mitchell. Fun fact: Ace and I actually went to the same college as her, and um, yeah, and so I'm. I know she can go dark, so I'm I'm interested to. I bet I have a feeling she's going to be like the Snow Queen, and we'll see that like really dark side.
2: They have a habit of making their uh, their lost stars evil, so.
3: Yeah, they do. I'd like to see some people who aren't from Lost on the show. I mean, <laughs> n- nothing wrong with anybody that they've brought on. But I, I just, you know, it's, I, I like when shows, I like an unpredictability in my television. And so, you know, I I think when they do bring on a Lost character, it's like, OK, I, I have a feeling and you know what you're doing with this person. But um,
0: I think they should try to introduce, you know, like people from the Internet. Uh, maybe <laughs> <Yes.
1: You> know, <laughs> maybe some web series
0: people exactly I mean, if there's a web series that peep that is popular and there might be a character that they don't quite have on the show yet that exactly. they would you know exactly. want to bring on
3: if, maybe there is one that already exists but like suddenly she has a doppelganger that's on the show <laughs> um I really I hope like I want I want OU I want OUAT to do like a music episode that I'm kind of like don't do it before we do the rock opera don't do it <laughs> so um
0: and just in case any of the producers out there are listening i am canadian and i can work in canada <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i mean let's be honest they're listening i mean <laughs> yes yeah.
2: this is the number one show that exactly. hasn't aired in months
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep them their appetite wet mike
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly all right uh
1: i mean i i I'm just looking forward to the whole uh, Frozen thing. I, it's a, it's a movie that I didn't really think I was going to enjoy, but uh, we got it for our son to watch, and I just I fell in love with it right away. Um, I forgot how fun Disney animation movies can be, and uh, so I'm just looking for that. I would love to see the fun of that movie brought into to, to once. I, You know, obviously the darker stuff is fun too. Uh, you know, from a, a viewing a viewing standpoint, and like a, I don't know an adult. Um, but I want to see the fun stuff, and that's why I want to see all off in the show, but, you know, shame we won't. Um, I'm just looking forward to I think they ended on such a strong note last year that I'm looking yeah. forward to, more so than any other season, uh, season four of Once Now. What do you think, um, you know,
2: they're probably going to break it up into two halves again, uh, with Frozen being such a, you know, a strong showing, or at least I'm assuming it's going to be, what would you think uh, they'd go to next You know, after Frozen.
3: Right, I was thinking about that. I'm like, God, what do you do after you do Frozen? Well, Uh, spoilers, Um, they have uh, cast
1: the lady who played uh, Maleficent. Um, they, she's coming back in the second half of season four, supposedly, for a few episodes. So the rumor is she's going to be the big bad for four big. So it's not going to be uh, Wreck-It Ralph. No, it's not no. Gonna be Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> oh man the the petition um. we started did not come through.
4: Although I'm sure I'm sure Aaron can figure it out. I don't know if if she shared this, but when the the finale aired. She just about had a heart attack because she wrote in Elsa for our rock opera and was going to introduce it. And then when they did it, she was like, no,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have written this rock opera like three times just because this season, like they kept going different places. And I was like, forget it. Forget it. I'm 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 doing it at this period of time. So no matter what happens, they it, it's just there. But um, I actually ended up keeping what, we, what I had originally thought with the Frozen concept, I actually ended up keeping it in. So you guys nice. will see what um, that was. Um. So I'm, I'm just going to wrap it. Uh, I'm just going to make sure that it, it, well, I've already made sure that it, it kind of still fits in with where the series is going.
1: And, uh, I, I for one, I'm very excited for the, the rock opera. If you don't Thanks. follow, uh, Oh, it's spoof on Twitter, do so. Um, if you haven't seen their web series, look it up, youtube.com slash Aaron Stegman. Um, it's a. I, I really enjoyed it from, from the get go. I think Ace, uh, tweeted it to us, uh, back when you had episode one or two out, and I fell in love with it right away. Um, uh-huh. I Thanks. love, I love the parodies of, of, uh, what the uh, internet can provide for you know web series and stuff like that. I'm a really big fan of the the whole the new media um, that's out there. so uh, I fell in love with it right away. Um, I'm excited to see more.
3: Thank you. you know where I just got back from Big Bear where I did some, uh, we're getting ready to film and we've already been shooting some promo videos um hopefully we're releasing one next week um we did like a really cool photography shoot uh, photo shoot with um, an amazing photographer max motel and so we're gonna have some like cosplay photos up uh this week as well and um and uh we did vacation scouting in big bear and it's I mean, it really looks like the Enchanted Forest. Like it looks like it looks like you know exterior shots of Storybrooke, and and it's it's. I'm so excited to shoot up there, and and just as a quick thank you to everyone who did donate to our campaign, like we're able to do that because of all the donors that came through. Um, and yeah, we're excited. I mean, I was I was rewatching kind of our episodes, and and I really I do feel like we're we've got we're kicking everything up, you know, like we're, we've got in addition to the rock opera, we're doing some other little videos and, um, we brought on some really talented musicians and singers. And, um, I, I'm really, really excited to get this thing. I, we've had to just kind of keep pushing some filming dates back because it, it is expanding. And, um, so I'm like, I just want to film this thing and get it out to you guys, like ASAP. But um, we're taking our time and making sure that it's 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 done as best as it can be.
1: Excellent. Um, I know you guys have a you have to leave, so we have a we have a hard ending right now. Um, so let's get uh, the round table. Let's get all your plugs out that we haven't gotten out already. Uh, where they can find you on Twitter. What you got? You know, any anything you have to plug, let's get it out. Uh,
3: Jay, you want to go?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I. Maybe my fans don't know this, but I also sing opera, which is great for a rock opera. Um, But my (laughs) website is uh, www.operaj.com. One word: operaj.com. So you can see my my blog. Read my blog there.
3: Um, And then this is Aaron, and uh, at Aaron Stageman is my personal Twitter and at OUAT spoof is our web series Twitter and um, yeah that's probably where I'm at the most
4: <laughs> hey this is Ace um, I'm at notorious pretty much across everything Twitter, Instagram whatever else requires <laughs> an at notorious um, and Acemorero.com is my site
3: Oh, and if I may do a quick plug for uh, something Ace and I did, we um, we just did a film for something called Fun Size Horror, which is actually why I was up in Big Bear, kind of promoting this. Um, It's a uh, it's a series of horror short films that are going to be on uh, the big major um, horror festival horror sites like Bloody Disgusting, Fangoria, uh, Dread Central. Anyway, we did a short film for that called Happy Birthday, and um, I wrote and directed it. And Ace produced it. Um, and um, I don't know if you guys know who Victor Webster is, but he's on the series Continuum, but he's in it. And uh, it's it's a it's a horror comedy. So check it out. Uh, it'll be the last week of October um, on all the major like horror fan sites.
1: Very cool. Mike, throw yours out. Uh, you can
2: reach me at uh, telest.com, and I'm on Twitter at Telest, T-E-L-L-E-S-T
1: buy his books uh, and you can find me on Twitter at HHWST uh, and of course uh, check out the parent website of all this magic that you're hearing now crudehumorstudios.com uh, guys thank you so much for not only uh, being part of this round table but kind of uh, taking oh the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast into the next era uh, that it's going to be in and uh, I look forward to hearing what you guys bring to the table
3: Thanks. Yeah, thanks for
1: having friends. us. <laughs> Thank you for and this is gonna be the last time I say this in quite some time, but for Owit, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast, uh, you heard from Aaron Stegman, Ace Marrero, and Jay St- Stevenson. Star Jay. Uh, I'm Kev. I'm Mike. We'll see you next time, right here only on net Also, subscribe on iTunes and leave a five star review. Peace out. Later. East Coast,
4: West Coast.
0: Visit listen.crudehumorstudios.com to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and leave a review. You can also find links to other services like Stitcher, the smarter way to listen to radio on demand.
4: My